Shulchan Aruch Harav, we are in Simen Shin Yud, we begin Halacha Dalit, section 310. We're going to begin the fourth Halacha. Kol davrashaya aser bitiltul bevenash mashis uveshabes halach loya davar agudim loya iser. Kagun shahay davrashaya mukta bevenash mashis vechamis iser. Any object that was forbidden to be moved, bein hashmashis, which is again the uh, twilight, um, remains forbidden to be moved throughout the entire Shabbos. And in section 518, it emphasizes that this categorization as muktza applies when the object of food was inherently forbidden, not when it was forbidden because of an outside factor. Okay. Now, continuing the Allah, so this object is forbidden the rest of Shabbos, even though the factor that originally caused the object to be forbidden becomes no longer relevant on Shabbos. For example, an object that was muks, an object was muksa during Ben Hashmashes because it was forbidden. For example, a food was forbidden to be eaten because of a certain prohibition. For example, oil in a lamp that was kindled at the beginning of Shabbos, as Altarab is going to explain. So you have a food that was forbidden to be eaten because of a certain prohibition, thereby making it unfit for any purpose. Therefore, the food was demuksa during Benashmashas and thus forbidden to be moved. So even though the prohibition against partaking of the food was lifted later that Shabbos and became fit to be eaten, the food nevertheless remains forbidden to be moved throughout the entire Shabbos. Now the Altarab qualifies. When does this apply? When the person pushes the object away by hand. In other words, the person intentionally performs an act that causes the object to be forbidden. For example, somebody kindles a lamp while it's still day on Friday before Shabbos, and it burned out after after Shabbos started. So even though oil remained in the lamp, this oil was pushed away so to speak, by human action. In other words, by placing it in the lamp, the person make it, made it unfit for use on Shabbos. For when the person kindled the lamp, it became forbidden to use the oil in that lamp on Shabbos. Because doing so would involve the prohibition of kiboy, which is this extinguishing of fire. Because if you take the oil out of the lamp, that'll cause the lamp to burn out earlier than it would otherwise. Uh, also, as mentioned in 514, when... The Shabbos lights are kindled with oil. So then there's another reason that the oil is demuktza. Why? Because it's set aside, because it's being used for a mitzvah. Okay. Accordingly, it is forbidden to use the oil on Shabbos even after the lamp burns out and the prohibiting factor is removed. Why? Since the possibility of using the oil was removed from the person's thoughts during Benash Moshes, the beginning of Shabbos, the time when Shabbos starts, for he removed the thought of using it from his mind when he caused it to be forbidden. It became muktza for the entire Shabbos. Allah he continues five similarly. Similarly, when an object that was unfit to be used because of its own state. In other words, it was not fit to be used. It was unfit because of a prohibition. So let's say that object now becomes fit after nightfall. So it is forbidden to be moved for the entire Shabbos if the object was also made unfit for use by because of human action. So for example, 
and dried figs or raisins that were not fit to be eaten, beinashmashes. The reason why they're considered unfit because of human action, um, because a person set them aside, causing them to become repulsive and therefore unfit for use. Okay, so let's say now, later, these, uh, they dried thoroughly on Shabbos and became fit to eat on Shabbos. Still, they remain forbidden the entire Shabbos. And the reason is, the rationale is, since they were intentionally set aside from the person's thoughts, when he set them out to dry, they became a muktza for the entire Shabbos. Okay, today we discussed something that was forbidden to be moved, it's during twilight, the beginning of Shabbos, it remains forbidden to be moved throughout the entire Shabbos, even though that which originally caused the object to be forbidden is no longer relevant, nonetheless the object remains forbidden for the rest of Shabbos. And the Atatwa explained that that applies when the person was when a person pushes the object away behind. In other words, the person intentionally performs an act that causes the object to be forbidden, like somebody lit a, uh, a lamp on Friday and it burned out after being Hashemashus. So what, the, this oil that was, so to speak, pushed away by human action makes it unfit for use on Shabbos. In other words, the, uh, throughout the rest of Shabbos. This concludes today's share.